All right, Mots, we are back. Episode 85 of the Rink Shrinks. What do you say? You ready to go? Let's go. Whenever I see you with those high heels on in that dress so that's our boy Rob Bellamy, who's been kicking off off all of our, uh, you know, our recent episodes. We're gonna be with him on September third. It's coming up here, Mots. I can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm pumped too. Um, we have a couple extra tickets. Maybe we can do a little giveaway. Ooh, and actually, I was talking to Bells today too. We said there are some tickets. He said he banged out of his quickly, but I think the the venue seats like five thousand people, and there's still a few seats remaining. So it's gonna be a great show. We're gonna be there. Really looking forward to it. Uh, the whole Ring Shrinks team will be there, along with a bunch of other uh, personalities. It's going to be a lo- it's going to be a gong show, to say the least. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Our boy Bells can uh, can lay it down, uh, writing lyrics. His he writes every song that he sings, and uh, he can do some good covers in the garage. So, <laughs> if you're looking for a backyard dude too, he's a, he's your guy. So yeah, so hit him up, Rob Bellamy Music on Instagram. Uh, we're looking forward to that. But um, what else has been going on? Uh, not too much. I played a little uh, golf outing with my boy Andy Erickson, who's uh, kind enough to create a little. This is like the six year running, but uh, you know, it's like a, a, a nice little golf event uh, down at Old Sandwich. Beautiful place. Had a couple sleepovers, <laughs> and um, you know, it doesn't get old winning championships. That's all I can say. That's it. Well, speaking of which, I wish I uh, was able to hand deliver you these ball markers, the rink shrinks ones we got there from Siege uh, Custom Putters. You can see it on my screen right here. We'll get a little picture of me posted. Look, there's a one with a Yandel, a motto, the rink shrinks. Uh, but those guys, hit them up, Siege Custom Putters on Instagram. They do great work. Uh, Chris Pelletier, uh, Pelly unbelievable dude uh you know navy seal veteran he's done you know great things he's created different putters and things like that so he's in the ball marker game these ones a little hockey uh hockey theme so uh i wish i was able to get you that before you uh were out dominating championships (laughs) yeah actually um i will tell you about my final round so it was like you dialed in no (laughs) (laughs) no uh 1836 yesterday was a long day didn't wear a hat i got burnt uh, you can see it in my face a little yeah a little, a little sun crispy. Yeah. yeah uh and then 18 and i went down six after what? i went down six after six <laughs> oh yeah, so not not good out of the gates, but you know. Needless what? to say, thirty six, and then the probably thirty six drinks you had after were were, were oh water this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you so yeah, so at the end of the day, it's one point for the front, one point for the back. It's just like a NASA, and then yeah, right. one point for the overall. So I after going down six, I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, <laughs> I I just have to get one point. So I turned the corner on 10. I'm like, it's a new match. Just win this match. And next thing you know, mozzarella sticks came through. Wow. What was and, the final? Uh, we, we won by four. Uh, so it was. But in, in that match, did you take. I, I got one. I lost by. 
No, yeah. So I, I lost two points out of the three, but I won the last nine. All right. So at the end of the day, I you know won. That's like giving up six goals in the first period. Like, that, that's been... exactly what I said. By <laughs> I go, hey, you know what? I'm down early, you know, but it, there's a lot of a lot of games to be played. So awesome, awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. So thank you to Andy Erickson and Gene. Gene Kennedy, who set the uh, whole tournament up, and they're both very good friends, and we uh, we had a ball. No, that's awesome. Um, and next year you'll have your ball marker, and hopefully you 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 take three out of three on those. You know what I mean? Hopefully, it was a singles match today, so that was like you know like a mano a mano, and I got pumped pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, kudos to Frank Tower. Yeah, yeah, shout out him. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of getting pumped, I know you've, uh, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of chatter about your Red Sox. You're usually a huge Red Sox guy, but w- what's been going on with that? I mean, we've been talking about your your softball game uh, quite a bit, but, like, did you hang up the bullpen jacket? No, nah, you know what? It's interesting you say that because I can sit down and watch a Red Sox game from start to finish. I record them, you know, maybe take a shower after work, whatever, and, you know, I just, you know, dinner, and then I watch the game. But I've been fast forwarding a lot mm. through those. Then they're a rootable team, obviously, but you know, riddled with injuries, put them behind the eight ball, and I just—it's tough. It's—it's it's a tough season. So yeah. You just got to chalk it up to, you know, let's get them next year. All right. Well, but no, my, my Red Sox bullpen jacket is alive and well. So you just haven't for, needed it. Yeah. Thanks for asking. You'll be, it'll be rip roaring ready to go when it comes to shoveling season. <laughs> exactly. No, it's always in. It's always in the closet, and I love, I love my Red Sox. Uh, just this isn't it yet. No, it definitely isn't. Uh, all right, let's turn the page because I can't watch. I, I don't think I've watched an inning this year. It's painful, uh, except for the game that I did go to, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Talk about oh did, did you see this message and and Neon Dion uh, he's a pretty good follow on Instagram but Dion Sanders' message to his players obviously he's coaching at uh, JSU I think it's like Jackson State or Jacksonville State or something like that uh, done a really good job with them but his rules and and you know I, I'm interested uh, you know I think this is a and I wanted to get your take on it for you know if you're a coach obviously you know the kids are are younger but like let's say high school, college, and things like that. So, uh, number one, uh, no slides are, you know, slides, I guess, are the new term for flip-flops. That's what we always call them. Uh, no armpits exposed, no wife beaters. Sit in the front of the classroom and be a perfect gentleman. And I think the the perfect gentleman line was more because, you know, if you're a kid that's going to need some help and, and you know, needs, um, you know, something from the teacher, need a little extra credit, need some, you know, some assistance along the way, if you're a punk and not a perfect gentleman you're not going to get that assistant or the te- assistance and the teacher's not going to be you know go above and beyond kind of to help you so i thought i, I mean i liked it i thought it was a, a good message what's your thoughts on it well i think you know neon dion if you look back like one of the best athletes that has ever played two sports and you know there's a couple um documentaries on his kind of like experiences which is really cool to watch Mm-hmm. He's so talented. It's Insane. interesting for him as a coach now to employ these type of, you know, situations where, you know, sit in the front row. Like he never sat in the front row. 
And no he will wife be his. You know, <laughs> like he, he, you know, so I like that though. I like right. that. No, he has it, a little it, more perspective. Like learning from his mistakes, I'm sure, too, part of it, right? But he's a smart guy. He actually yeah. is, you know, you listen to him on any broadcast he does when he was doing um, media in the football uh, spot. But I've watched a lot of stuff on him. Like he's a very he has he has good perspective. That's mm-hmm. what he has. Yeah. And if he has some influence on some young kids and he tells them the right things and employs the right things, it's so important to have a good role model, even though maybe he didn't do it. So if he knows was, the right things to do. If there was one thing or two things to add to that list for your players, if you were coaching at a college, what would you add to it? Um, that's a good question. I would, I would just kind of go off of, you know, sitting in the front row is just an example of, you know, being a good person, being, you know, attentive to detail, being the guy that needs, that wants that extra attention, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be in the classroom or in, um, on the ice or on the football field or whatever. And that's the one thing that I would always say is like, be the best person you can be. And, you know, I care about person and family. And those are the two like non-negotiable items. And if you start that at an early age, you know, it's all principal stuff that we talk about here. But ultimately, if you can employ that on a young kid, then they're going to have a better path in my opinion. Yeah. The only other rules that I guess I would add to to that for like in the classroom would be no hoods and no hats. Oh. Yes. Right? Oh, I, I actually do like that. I mean. Like I think it's it, like when you walk into a house or you walk into a dinner table or classroom or things like that, like your hat should come off immediately. That's just like something that that, that should be done. Uh I was talking to a parent last year and they were telling me at their school that their, their, their kid, and this is a high school, was allowed to wear a, like a hood, a hoodie in the classroom. And I'm like, that's absolutely mind blowing to me that that would be allowed. So I guess that would be my only additions to like, you know, neon Dion's thing. Like, I get it. I don't want to see your armpit here. I don't want to hit, see a Kevin McHale wrapped in a headlock. Um, you know, he had hair. it great up and under, though. I know, I know, but his armpit hair was disturbing. Was so I don't want to see that. But I also, you know, as the as the you know, it gets a little colder. Uh, I don't want to see a hoodie, and I don't want to see a hat in class. Um, maybe a girl, if if you know, you're having a tough. No, hair, hey, I, like the, 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 hey, this is interesting that you say that. Now they shouldn't be, you know. So I went to Thayer and. It wasn't a gender issue where, like, you know, you take your hat off. Mm-hmm. So I had a teacher, Mrs. Bailey, who was just like, it's not a gender issue. Take your hat off. Always. Yeah. There you go. W- what about taking your shoes off when you get in the door? That's old school. That's that's old school. Yeah, I usually <laughs> flip them off. Yeah. I mean. I usually flip them off unless I got a nasty pair of socks on or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, you get your tree climbers out. Yeah, actually, I haven't cut the toenails in a while. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about... You're so, like a koala bear. I know. One of the first times I went to, uh, like, 
eat dinner at, at my wife's house, my girlfriend's. Uh, like my my parents were super old school. Like you walk in the house, you take your hat off. And my father-in-law is a, you know, a, a chief on the Boston Fire Department, you know, veteran, very like, you know, he's a squared away guy. So I went to the house and obviously a little bit nervous. I sat down at the dinner table and I kept my hat on. By accident? Like By just... accident. Oh, no. Yeah. But like, it was like nerves. I was so like, dude, I was so rattled at myself after. Like, I almost literally threw myself into traffic. Uh, just it because it was just something that I, I, I never would do. You know what I mean? Even like, right. I remember going to Cushing. Like, you walked into the dining hall. Obviously, it's a boarding school. You know, same thing. With, like, you weren't allowed to wear hats in there and things like that. Same thing at my house. I was never allowed to wear a hat in the house, especially at the dinner table. And I was so rattled and nervous. I kept my hat on and uh, my father-in-law, Mr. O'Brien just gave me one of these. He, he like, he's like, Brian. And he just like gave me the hat thing. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I'm like firing the hat across the room. You know what I mean? I was so, so rattled. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was one that I almost didn't recover from. Yeah. I mean, it was always a, a rule in our house as well. And same thing at, at prep school, take your hat out in the lunchroom, in the classroom. And I, and I've I actually like said it to my son, you know, a lot. My daughters don't wear hats as to, as much as he does, but I don't care if we're at D'Angelo's or you're at a nice restaurant, you take your hat off when you eat and he does it, which is really nice, you know, yeah. to see. No, it's good. It's a life yeah. lesson, life lesson. So that would be the only other thing I would add to it. Uh, we are talking a little bit about school. We had some back to school. I can't believe, I mean, we've, we've broken this down, but the good thing is, you know, back to school, kind of get back into a little bit of a routine. Uh, you know, hockey season's around the corner, fall sports are starting up. Obviously, if your kid's playing soccer and football, those type of training camps at the high school level are all starting. So it's uh, it's it's pretty good stuff. We had a a major blunder in the Yandel household though, uh, which, which is hilarious. So on Tuesday morning, like I've mentioned before, I kind of worked the overnight shift. My wife had her first day back to school. She's a school nurse. My, um, my oldest is going off to prep school, so he's not leaving till, till Saturday. And my, my middle guy was, is starting his first year at Catholic Memorial. So he was going out the door too. So my, my youngest Liam, we get him all you know dressed ready to go like i said i'm kind of bombing in the door plus going back out and you know colin's already off to school so he leaves he walks up the street early to my in-law my one of my sister-in-law's house and the school's like a you know it's basically like a, a six iron away from my house if that a good um, one a good six iron yeah yeah a good six iron but it's an it's an easy walk so he just walks out the door and like five minutes later he comes bombing back in he's like we don't even have a school today. I'm like, what? So, <laughs> so you sent your son a day early to school. Yeah, yeah he was just trying to, you know, we, it was a, ahead it of was the game. It was a test run. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, get in there. We want to, you know, count your steps. Get in there early. Let the teachers know. You know, it was kind of like my my Dion Sanders rules. Like, you know, hey, Lombardi time. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going be there five minutes early or ten minutes early. Like, be there a day early. You know what I mean? Really send a message, <laughs> really send a message, get those new kicks you got on, um, you know, the new haircut, all the back, back to school, look, your new backpack, like make sure everything's working right. You know what I mean? Make sure your new lunch boxes, uh, you know, fit your sandwich and your snacks perfectly and, and go from there. You know what I mean? 
so a day early you know so like yeah. we say be on time you know like you know for practice or anything but a day early is is real yeah yeah it was a full 24 hours <laughs> it's a full <laughs> but it was a test run you know up and out early understanding what he needs to do so hey good on you guys i think I, too it, it honestly made it did I might be on to something because yeah, today exactly. he was that much easier getting up and out. Like he had gone to bed early on, on Monday night, like thinking he was in the school thing. It was a little bit of a struggle getting him up uh, from what Joanna had told me on Tuesday. But, you know, today he was like a spring chicken. So the BY approach, or I guess the Yandel approach, like, hey, do a dry run, get get up there 24 hours in advance and, and you know, see how it works for your family. Yeah, I love it. That's amazing, by the way. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Did your kids start school? Uh, yeah, today was the first day for two of my kids, and uh, there was there's two more going after Labor Day. But uh, I just uh, I wasn't in the pictures by, by any means. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my first day of school. But uh, at the end of the day, they had a good day. <laughs> at the end of the day, they had a good day. It's good yeah. Stuff. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And you guys had a little uh, anniversary, too. We saw a, a Mike, Mike Motto post about the toothpaste celebrating your, uh, what was it, 18 years or something? Yeah, so we've been, you know, together for 26 years and 18 married. And, you know, the CEO is a, a special person. But but I for some reason, I just took a picture because that doesn't bother me. So let's talk about it real quick. So squeezing from the top of the toothpaste. Some people it, like it causes divorces. Yeah, not does. in this. Yeah, not in this house. <laughs> so explain the picture for those that that that, that might not follow you. I, I was just yeah, I was just uh, yeah, I, I have like two posts pretty much, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. But at the end of that, it was it was great, you know. Like we had a great uh, dinner the night before and um, celebrating our anniversary and. Um, I went into the bathroom and I just saw the toothpaste and I'm like, that's just something that kind of interesting. So I took a picture of the toothpaste squeezed from the top and it doesn't bother me. Hashtag doesn't bother me. I that's mean, good. It, it, that's, why yeah, you, it, that's why you're still going strong. <laughs> 18 so, going on many more. Yeah, no, it's great. So yeah, we had a great time and um, the cool part, is we didn't look at this, but we have a video, a DVD of our um, wedding. Mm-hmm. And I played the guitar. And the oh, kids yeah. have beat me up in, in the past. But we didn't watch it. But we will. Maybe and, bust uh, it out tonight. I'm sure they'd love to see it. <laughs> the, the best part is... Um, After you watch the Sox game over and over again. Then lose yeah, again. On DVR. Fast forward <laughs> through the home runs. But... uh <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Again? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Well, hockey season is around the corner. It's time to head on up to Salem to see you guys at TSR, TSR Hockey. Get your team looking great by the first game. The TSR team and corporate sales department can outfit your team with the top brands and sports apparel. Ensure that your team looks the best by visiting TSRHockey.com. Mots, I know you've talked about going up there. 75 times i'm actually going to take a ride up there on friday i gotta um when this when this episode drops i'm going to be up there if you need me to pick anything up for you because i know you know it's very difficult for you to leave the south shore so it's not that bad of a commute 
for me to head up to uh, Salem, New Hampshire. It's very easy. It's tax-free, and uh, I can pick up some stuff. Obviously, like I mentioned, Brian's going off to Cushing on Saturday, so I got to load him up with a couple twigs and, you know, a fresh uh, – you know, some fresh laces and different things like that. So I'm going to have to, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to take a ride up there on Friday. If you need me to pick anything up for the kids, let me know. Well, that's good to know. But uh, my son has his license now and he's taking my daughter <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, you've been talking about that for seven months. <laughs> well, no, it, it came to a head the other day and, you know, they're, they're making their way up to TSI. I don't know if it's going to be on Friday. You might cross paths. All right. I, well, yeah. let me know. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he's taking Brooke up there, and the boys up there are going to take care of uh, Ryan and my daughter, Brooke, uh, for the upcoming season. So make sure you check them out at TSRHockey.com. Yeah, again, located in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. Uh, very easy commute from Boston, and they do a, uh, they do a great job up there. So looking uh, looking forward to seeing those guys, and uh, we'll make sure to snap a couple pictures or something like that. Uh, now – we do. We, this is a mailbag episode. We forgot to uh, to mention it, but we, we also have. Um, we were joined to be. We were lucky to be joined by Neil and Ian Lodine from My Hockey Rankings. These guys have been a great supporter of ours. Uh, it's been a great partnership. So they explain a lot. Uh, it's you know the upcoming season with the rankings and how everything gets posted and things like that. So um, you know it's it's this is you know a lot of great information. I know a lot of they, they've gone you know under some construction on their website and you know different rankings versus ratings and things like that so i hope you guys enjoy this one with neil and ian from myhockeyrankings.com all right and our next guest on the rink shrinks podcast we have a recurring guest which doesn't happen very often but we have uh, one of our our great sponsorships the guys from my my hockey rankings we have neil and ian Ian, how's everything going guys going great doing well awesome to be back on yeah, th- thanks for taking the time out of your day uh, to come on and um, actually just educate. This is like really the biggest part of our podcast is about educating people on uh, multiple different er- you know, areas of the game. And, you know, and your my hockey rankings, um, you know, you guys have been doing a great job for a long time. And uh, it's very good for people to hear from the actual source instead of us just kind of talking about it and understanding it. We appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, we know back on uh, episode 52, I believe it it was, when you guys came on, uh, a lot of people got a lot of great information. So we figured this would be great timing with the start of the season and the first rankings coming out and things like that. Um, guys, I'll, let's get right into a couple questions. I know it's been a busy summer for you guys. Uh, there's been some different you know, educational initiatives and things like that. There's um, some changes to the squirt rankings and, and everything. So do you guys want to just kind of break that down for us and, and discuss everything that that's new that's happening? I'll, I'll go ahead and get started. Um, you know, so as you said, we've, we've definitely um, made some enhancements, um, t- taken some initiatives um, to kind of uh, reorient in a couple minor ways, I guess. But, uh, you know, one of the things is, um, a focus on the ratings and that focus on the ratings um, because the value of our system is in, you know, comparative ratings, you know, like teams and the differences in the ratings and that kind of stuff. And, and, and really talking um, and educating our user base on, on the meaning of that and, um, you know, kind of focusing on it. So one of the things that we announced was we were going to remove the rankings from the squirt level. Mm-hmm. And um, 
as a, a chance to start at the youngest level and emphasize not the ranking, you know, what what's what's the you know ranking number of your team, but the ratings, because the ratings are talking about um, essentially co competitive or non-competitive, comp you know, games that you'll be playing throughout the, throughout the season. And uh, again, with that being one of the the clear focuses and and some of our other initiatives, kind of are spawned from that. Um, and and one of the things we are throwing into that the squirts this year. Um, for the first time ever that we're pretty excited about is um, the 10 new girls and um, trying to add them again it'll be ratings not rankings um, but mathematically we've struggled with that issue over the years we kind of had a, a breakthrough last year kind of beta tested it and uh, kind of happy to to be able to uh, you know sometimes we get the complaint that we're we're mistreating the girls it was always a mathematical issue it wasn't that we didn't value girls hockey. Um, so we've got that, we think we have that resolved and, and pretty excited about it. Neil, um, when you talk about the, the the ratings, is it gonna be like a, you know, like like if I turn on my, my kids NHL right now and it's talking about, you know, Connor McDavid's a 99 and that's kind of the best team or how's the rankings gonna break down? Like a one through a hundred so, type of thing? So, well, Neil, let me, let me touch on one thing and you kind of touched on it but uh, to, I wanted to kind of go a step further. You know, a lot of people think the algorithm spits out a ranking such as one, two, three. Um, in, in actuality, the, the algorithm spits out a, a mathematical rating number. Um, and, and the ranking aspect is kind of a byproduct of, of creating those team ratings, if you will, and kind of organizing them with the highest team at the top and the lowest team at the bottom. Um, and so, um, you know, fundamentally nothing's changing in that aspect. We're, we're, we're just trying to focus on, you know, that, that rating and what does that rating actually mean as kind of Neil touched on earlier. Um, and then, you know, secondly, I think at the squirt level, while we're removing that ranking aspect, you know, we want to, uh, as we've explained, kind of focus on that rating. And so teams will still have a rating. They still will be sorted, um, you know, based on, on rating number. Um, and this is true for 10 U, you know, girls as well. Um, but they won't have a, a, you know, a ranking such as number one or number two, or on the flip side, number a thousand attached to them. Um, you know, it's really about that rating and, you know, our hope is if by educating kind of the newest and youngest set of users that, you know, that that um, kind of information forms the basis of them, you know, kind of using the platform and carries over into their, you know, child's later years. Um, so uh, I apologize. That was a long hop in there. Um, no, so, no, no, it's good. So to answer the, the more direct question, which is um, so. We have traditionally given the top team a rating of 99.99. Um, and, and all the other rating numbers are relative to that top team. Um, and so you will see ratings <clears throat> typically from 99.99 down to about, about 60. 
Um, you know, that's towards... what Mott was when he was in NHL. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to trade for my my son. Never traded for me ever. Hey, hey, that's <laughs> we looked different. it up one day though. He was a couple years. He was in the '80s, so that's not too bad. Yeah. I was gonna say at 60, you're still probably 59, better than I ever was. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, the, they they put the intangibles as like another subset. That's why I went up to an 80. <laughs> Once, once they started getting more in depth in in their player analysis. Correct. Sorry, Neil, to, to continue yeah. on. No. I had to I had to jump in and just give Mont's <laughs> a little business. So so you know the the best Triple A teams are you know ninety five to hundred typically. Um, you and know you get some transition it. areas, and when you're talking about like house rec level hockey, you know you're down you know in, in the sixties kind of. Well, thing. and there's there's some differences between major and minor birth year teams. You know, major the best birth year or that the major birth year the best teams are typically ninety five to hundred, where the minor birth year the best team is typically more of like a ninety four to ninety six. You know, four to six goals worse than kind of the best team at the major birth year level is is kind of where they fall. And, and so, um, you know, there are some slight differences and usually U S and Canada, you know, both of, like, both of them tend to be, you know, have a team pretty close to that. Um, if you don't see a team in the U S rankings with a 99.99, chances are there's a Canadian team who, who kind of claims that title. Um, so, um, awesome. yeah, just, and, and we're excited to get back to, um, basically uh, interplay between the U.S. and Canada. Um, we definitely are anticipating that. Um, the last couple of years, um, there's been a little bit of a mathematical challenge. There has been some interplay, but, um, you know, excited to get back to, you know, and, and as Ian alluded to, at some age levels, you might go out and see the top U.S. team is not 99.99, and that's right. most likely because the Canadian team ha has, has earned that spot. You know, as far as you know, what was the major um, you know, decision as to not do the uh, rankings versus the ratings at the squirt level on your end? So, so I think from our perspective, you know, for we've been doing this for twenty years now. Um, the, we've we've constantly struggled at the squirt level with what I'll say is. Um, some some people maybe misinterpreting how the tool can be used. Well, and I think that's true at all levels, but um, it's not necessarily that make something that makes sense to do. For example, at like the national bound levels or anything like that. Um, you know, we think sports kind of that good place to to start on top of that and and not go kind of too far and implement it. You know, at other age levels yet. Um, so sorry, Neil, you can continue there. No, so, 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 but, but what we saw was, you know, over time, older parents started to get it more. Um, but it's almost like when you're a squirt parent, you know, first time squirt parent, you, you find out about the rankings, you get excited, you go out there, but you're focused more on that ranking number. And we've always thought the real value back to team managers, coaches, um, you know, parents, et cetera, is the, the rating side of it and and understanding the comparative nature of it and, and working on improving a team schedule, understanding how you might prepare your kids before a game 
and, and I'll even say, even at the squirt level, you have backup goalies at the squirt level, you know, in many cases. I'm not saying in all cases, but, you know, understanding how you might want to prepare and play, play a game based on the rating of the other team. And the decision, the, the decision to actually remove it um, was we never felt like we've, we, we've always been fighting this ranking versus rating thing and never felt like we've gotten the right answer. And, and, and ultimately to us, we, we believe the removal of the ranking at the squirt level before you start getting into national bound and stuff like that, that will help us better educate our users because we're taking away what we think at this point in time is that that ranking that should really de be de-emphasized. Um, I developed this really about improving um, teams, players, parents' experiences in hockey by, you know, helping people schedule more competitive games, you know, go to the right tournaments, whatever it might be. And that has been de-emphasized, and we're trying to re-emphasize that, if you will. Yeah, no, that's a great point. It. Ian, that oh. must make you feel old now that this thing's 20 years old, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my 30th birthday coming up is also, also going to make me feel a little old. There you go. There you go, uh, getting up there. Uh, guys, I know that, you know, obviously your website, myhockeyrankings.com, it's, it's gone, you know, kind of the off season. You guys have revamped things. Uh, there's a new schedule tool, analysis tool, uh, and different components and, you know, membership and things like that. Do you guys want to kind of talk about that quickly? Yeah. And, and, and also when, um, you know, the, the, the website and everything will be going live for, for yeah. the upcoming season. Um, no, we're uh, we're we're real excited about some of the enhancements we've we've been working on this off season. You know, I, for us, it's it's important to continue to find ways to provide value back to you know youth hockey families, coaches, clubs, and things like that. And so, um, you know, we think uh, some of the enhancements this year definitely um, kind of are in sync with the the educational um, you know initiatives and and, and other changes we're making. Um, you know, as Brian kind of touched on there, you know, one of the, I guess the first kind of set of changes revolves around the membership portal and, and you know, really empowering kind of coaches and team managers to to analyze their schedule and, and kind of better understand, you know, their opponents. And it's, you know, not necessarily um, all about always having to play a team that's, you know, within one rating point or two rating points of view, but it's understanding kind of, you know, your, you know, your upcoming opponents and, and their strength, you know, you know, that's, that's the first tool in the membership portal. You know, the second tool um, kind of goes a step further and it, you know, it, it is about finding competitive opponents as Neil kind of mentioned, that is the, the reason he developed the tool, you know, 20 years ago now. And um, you know, this tool kind of takes us back to our roots there. Um, and, and helping teams, you know, really focus, um, you know, on those teams that they should be playing in a competitive environment um, and, and kind of blocking out the noise there. And so um, within the competitive opponents tool, we've there's a few filters in, in terms of, uh, you know, the distance you're willing to travel, you know, the distance of the teams. I think we have 50, 100 and like 200 miles um, within that distance. It actually does kind of the most competitive on out. But, but the goal there is to actually introduce you to teams that you might not have thought about 
they're not in your league or what have well, you that that have reasonable reasonable proximity to you and like hmm, hadn't thought about that you know that potential opponent in some cases you know it it, it helps as as anyone who's looked at the ratings knows um there's overlap between a and double a and a and b and it might introduce to you a team that is playing at a level above or below you but who mathematically is a very you know competitive fit um and, and might be a good opponent like i said that wasn't necessarily on your list you know when you started the season well that's great stuff so you're talking about the membership portal and uh what i i want to touch on you know briefly was what i liked what you said was empowering coaches to coach accordingly right so like you have teams that you know, might not be at a certain level, but you know, if they, you know, um, employ your, you know, resources and and part of the membership portal, then they will be able to like understand that their team can slot in this tournament specifically, or you know, a, as you go through it. And I think that's very important as a coach. You know, I coached my son growing up, you know, for a long time, and it was difficult at times to find like a competitive tournament for our say talent level yeah and it was yeah and, and it was interesting because sometimes you would beat some teams up and then other times you know we would get beat up so like i think that's one of the biggest things that you know you know coaches can take away from this conversation is about empowering them to make the right decisions for their teams yeah and you know it's it's i guess for me i you know it's not necessarily about those top 25 top 50 teams right. in the country they, you know, they're not the ones who are going to get the most value out of this tool. They know who they should play. Mm -hmm. They're already playing them. They're already in those events sort of thing. Um, you know, it's really kind of for that that next set or, and, and, you know, all the way down to, you know, your lowest teams in, in terms of trying to find appropriate opponents to, um, you know, keep the game fun for the kids. You know, when you talk about the lowest teams, they're often losing a lot of their games, if not, you know, all of them. And, you know, are there other opponents they can, they can find in the area who are also struggling and maybe, or, you know, if they're an A team, can they find, you know, a B team in the area to play? I wanted to break down real quick, if you guys can, can you talk about the differences between like, if you're a member of, you know, the, your, your, my hockey rankings website versus just, you know, little Johnny's mama, dad logging onto the website, clicking, you know, USA 2010, um, you know, like ratings and or, or rankings and things like that. Can you talk about kind of the, the values that you receive by be, uh, by becoming a, a paid member? And also, you know, I guess the second part to my question is like, as an organization, so say I'm part of the Boston junior Terriers, if they bought, you know, if they, if, if, if you know, they'll, the, the, the whatever the president of the organization is a member, am I allowed to kind of log in and use his information or how does that all break down? You know, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, those are some uh, uh, great questions. Um, and we're actually kind of going through with this team subscription service. We're kind of updating some of our, um, I guess, access and, and benefits, if you will, we're kind of going from two buckets, which was kind of like a, general public bucket and a membership bucket to what's more now three three buckets which is kind of like a general public bucket what we're calling you know a free guest account but there are certain things that require a free account now 
And then we have that additional membership, you know, option as well for those kind of super fans. Um, and so, uh, you know, for the most part, everything that, that people see, see today and interact with all of that's remaining, you know, free to the general public and open to the general public. Um, you know, a guest account, um, or users will be required to create a guest account for a few different things. You know, if they want to subscribe to our new kind of team notification feature, if they want to enter, enter missing game results through our kind of report score, they want to do correction requests, um, you know, submit team info, team contacts, those sort of things. Um, and then, you know, on the membership side, it kind of all goes, you know, it's a step further in that, um, you know, you get to enter your game results directly into the system. You can add team schedules. You know, we, there's the the membership kind of resources tools that we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, there's the ability to add rosters, stats, you know, trophies, social media accounts, you know, kind of all those those little things that, that teams like to add uh, to round out the profile, if you will. So, um, you know, contacts and things like that. So if other coaches could reach out and try to schedule games and things like that. And and that's a, that's a very popular one. We actually, you know, for, for team contact info, you know, for that reason, it's something we require people to have the the free account for. Um, But, you know, it's, it's something of value back to, you know, a lot of the youth, hockey community if they can get that information and connect with teams that that are competitive you know opponents and that they find in the tool and things like that so so that's great so you have a couple different uh, options for the membership side of things uh like so what you were saying when you know someone's just like you know signing on to the website like i would i would be like this is the gremlins that have to come look at this site (laughs) we always call the gremlins like, you know, like the seekers just hanging around the bus, you know, like just like like looking for a little something like so like, hey, just pony up the, the dough and and uh, get on my hockey rankings uh, membership site and you'll get a lot more um, opportunity to, you know, schedule games. And I think that's a very important like that contact information is very important from coach to coach to, to make a, a contact, whether it be in or out of the area. So. Um, just make sure you, you know, we, we, that, that's the one thing, but like, it, maybe you can put a little gremlin tab. <laughs> this is for the gremlins. Uh, guys, you got a couple quick questions and then we'll let you go. You guys have been generous enough with your time, but just, uh, like some updating questions. So how do you update your team information and how do you request, uh, changes to team information? You know, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, there's, there's really two, two options. You know, a lot of the, the real updates to team info. Um, is done by by the admin team on the back end. Um, a majority of our pages, if it, there's there's something that can be updated or changed, there's a pencil icon kind of in the top part. Um, and, and by clicking that pencil icon, you, there's kind of a direct submission um, or change submission request. Um, you know, the other option is always to, to use the contact us form or, or shoot us an email at director at myhockeyrankings.com um, where we know kind of the season's getting underway here. We're working on kind of the the league and, and division alignments, getting the new teams in the system and things like that. So, um, you know, if, if, if you do see any errors, definitely reach out in some capacity and we'll make sure to get that updated. 
it, it's it's worth saying that we start this year with the exact teams we ended last year with. So, but the, and as we get the information on how the EHF, you know, it's going to the Fed's going to be aligned this year, we make those corrections because you know maybe you know there's a club that doesn't have a team at a certain level, or you know the platinums and the golds, you know there's a lot of variation from year to year and initially that's not done we we literally go through every league in north america and make those updates um you know and we're trying to do them all you know we wish we had them all done by now but many of them haven't been published you know so mm -hmm. we're working through that whole process and if you know and that's one of the things people send us requests on like hey this year our club's not fielding you know, a B team, we have two A teams and, you know, they're red and gold and, um, and they keep us informed, informed of that. Now, if they don't, we'll eventually get that update made when we update the leagues, but not all leagues are updated yet. Um, some of that stuff um, will take, you know, another month or more um, before we work through all of them. But uh, so that's, that's why the submission request, there's the pencil up there. Um, where where people can fill out a form and tell us you know what's going on, um, and then another thing that Ian didn't touch on is is our members and our volunteers are also entering um, a lot of this data, um, in, as well as the admin team that Ian's speaking of. So um, lots of ways, but you know you know if the general public wants to you know to to inform us of a, a change that's needed, you know again hit that pencil mark uh, on like your team information page. And, um, you know, we work through a queue, we get, we get 50 a day or, or a hundred a day, something like that. I mean, uh, it's a lot of fun for the team. <laughs> Much, you it, got anything else? Yeah, no, no. Just as, as far as that, uh, kind of, you, you touched on it, but you know, like entering game results, like this was just like a, a basic question, you know, how do you enter game results? Uh, there's, you know, there's a there's really a few different methods. Um, you know, first and foremost, we have kind of the that guest option method. Um, it does does require that free account, but but there's uh, it's essentially the option for for the generic public. You know, anyone can click the report scores tab up there, um, click the guest option, and and add a game result. Um, those those games do have to go through and uh, go through an approval process and be approved by uh, one of our team members or one of our volunteers. Um, you know, usually early in the season, um, there's a lot of other things and they don't always get, you know, approved in the, the quickest manner. You know, mid to later in the season, they, they're generally approved on a weekly basis by, by someone. Um, but uh, if you don't see your game scores being approved, um, you know, reach out and, and we can kind of give you a behind the scenes look at, at, at why that is. Um, the other option is, is, is the membership option. And, um, you know, back, it's not required or anything, but, uh, you know, we, we do consider our members as trusted sources of information. And um, rather than having to go through an approval process like the guests, you know, their game scores are entered directly into the system and, you know, they appear kind of right after, um, if you will. So, you know, there, there are a few advantages to to that membership side, but, um, you know, it's it's not required necessarily to, to enter game scores. And then, you know, lastly, it's kind of the, 
the youth hockey community, if you will, our members, our guests, um, leagues help out. And, you know, you know, um, we, we have a, a, a lot of help in terms of kind of the collection of game scores. And so. And, and again, let's not, let's not forget. Um, oh, game sheet's been, game sheet's been a great partner of yes. ours. Um, we do have integration with game sheet. We, we eventually get their games. There is a leg. Um, but we try to get them all in before the next weekly rankings update. Right. Um, we're working on improving how timely those get into the system. But uh, GameSheet's a great source of data. Um, if you're not using GameSheet, um, it's a great tool out there. I'll, I'll, I'll say it that way. Yeah, I know the old school paper uh, paper score sheets are like, those are like dinosaurs nowadays. Stuff those strings in the sh shredder and start using GameSheet, that's for sure. Uh, it's it just, you know, the way it, the technology and things like that, I know our league uh, uses it, and it, it really is. It makes your life that much easier instead of, you know, finding the dad who's got a laminator who can print roster stickers and all that type of stuff, you know what I mean? Um, hey, so BY, not to cut you off here, but like I – penciled in or like penned in my roster every single time so you memorize your you know guys and, and they're like you don't have any stickers i'm like no i don't have stickers. you're a throwback <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now I was, stickers are throwbacks you're like the real yeah. like, <laughs> so i was that that old fossil even back you know this is like five years ago pretty mm -hmm. much yeah <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and same things in terms of reporting scores. Obviously, we know, you know, everything's got to get, you know, accumulated and things like that once the season kicks off here. But all scores like jamborees, things like that, do they count or no? So so we, we have a set of game rules out on the website. Um, so at some point, a game is too short. Like it's at some point you look at it and go, I, that 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 doesn't make sense. If you play mm -hmm. a 20 minute jamboree. You know, a right. lot of the game scores are two to one or one to nothing. And it's not mathematically the same as a 45 minute game or, right. or you know, whatever. So we do have some exclusions. Um, but normal that, tournament games would. But, would, would but we want all tournament games. We want right. we actually want friendlies um, mm -hmm. as long as they're played in a normal way that a, a friendly is played. If you've got as long as Mott isn't handwriting his roster and <laughs> the numbers and the goalie. Technically, technically, we accept a handwritten roster. Yes. <laughs> I, I said technically, that's good to know. There you go. Maybe there's some old school guys out there still. You never know. But but, but, but I'll give you a, a quick example. If if there's Mott no still has in dial up internet too, if you can't tell by the way he's communicating. <laughs> You're killing me. Um, but if the coaches are on the ice and there's no refs and it's, it's kind of like a controlled scrimmage, that is our line. For, that's one of the lines, for example, sure. we don't count that kind of game. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. but, but generally speaking, we try to count every, you know, every other game. Yeah. You know, I think uh, for us, you know, our guiding principle is, is, you know, we want every game in the system, um, whether that be the tournament championship game, league games, friendlies, you know, um, this. So is this, this stuff all on the website? You know, is there a, a, yeah. a tab that you can click uh, on and under resources? There's resources. game rules, Got um, it. and there's. It, trust me, it's more complicated. We've been doing this for 20 years, mm -hmm. and we get all kinds of scenarios. Probably some really good stories behind them. <laughs> um, but but um, you, you know, like like Ian said, the the rule the general is we want it all, but. We have found over time that there are reasons to exclude certain things, um, and and that's all detailed 
kind of out there. And, and just because you play your backup goalie, that doesn't count. <laughs> nope. And <laughs> and all three kids were sick this week. Yeah. You know, yeah, that doesn't yeah, yeah. count. No, um, it doesn't count. You, you know, unfortunately, it, what, and what's interesting about that is when when you play another team that had three kids out and you did better than expected, you definitely think that that, should, that game should still count. <laughs> but when you Absolutely. had three kids out, like, <laughs> no, that can't count. You know, like, yeah, yeah um, exactly. We, hear we have to have a live feed from some of your emails. You know, just to just like scroll out there. You know, we can protect a lot of people, but I'm sure you see a lot. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I get it. Like, unfortunately, you know, you had you had you had, you had kids missing with illness, and you kind of took it in the shorts. Like, you know, like I empathize with it, but but we're not. We're That's also hockey. not. Like you won your net. You you won the next weekend eight nothing against another team who had that same problem when you didn't. And you don't want us to remove that. And over right. over the course of a season, it all averages out. It, you know, if it happens at the beginning of your season, um, you you absolutely we do get this question. You know, I can't make up for a bad you know first weekend. Yes, you can. Um, I know it sometimes seems like it takes a while, but you do. It you do it's a over long time. season. It is a long season. No, absolutely. Well, guys, obviously, uh, you know. I just want to remind our listeners, you guys are back. You know, you, you joined us for another um, for a long interview on episode 52. where You guys broke down a lot of, you know, how this the my hockey rankings and things like that were you know established and everything. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. Obviously, we thank you guys for your time. You guys have been a, a great partner with us. Obviously, the improvements of the website, you know, myhockeyrankings.com. Obviously, it looks great. And you know, stand. You know, stay tuned and submit questions. There's the you know my hockey rankings question of the week has been a a, a weekly discussion that Mots and I have had a, a lot of fun with, and you know, there's been some good ones. Yeah, there's <laughs> been some good ones. Some of them have just been like, "What's your favorite pregame meal?" and and you know things like that. So, um, you know, you, again, you guys have been a great partnership to us, and and we really appreciate your support, and you know, we'll continue to do the same on our end. So, um. Unless you have anything else that, that you guys want to discuss, I think it's uh, about time we let you go, and we'll have to get you guys back on kind of mid-season and the, you know see how things are breaking down. Obviously, on the website you can find a um, you know recap of our weekly episodes, and, and we appreciate you guys doing that. And like Mott said, the uh, the kind of the strolling uh, question and some of the emails we'll have to. We'll, we'll we'll dive that, deep that, into that, some of those. Uh, that'd be funny. Those emails <laughs> quick. This, we'll work, guys we'll seen work some with of our stuff. development team and see if we can come up with. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and when you're on that um, that call next week with uh, the social media team, maybe just put a live stream right from your email <laughs> account right to uh, our <laughs> socials. That'd be uh, that'd be hilarious. So, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have to get you guys the good ones and. Uh, you know, for those who who maybe you want to hit the send to us, but you're afraid of our response, send it over to the ring shrinks. They'll keep you anonymous, and uh, there you go. And, yeah. and and they'll they'll get they'll get uh you'll get, your answer, you'll get your answer in a in a kind of a more um, elegant form on on the on the podcast. Yeah, we we won't beat you up too much. Let's put it real elegant guys. Yeah, that we yeah we're wicked elegant, um, <laughs> gentlemen. We appreciate uh, the opportunity to come on again. Love the yeah. oh, Thank you guys. Thank you guys are great. Uh, a rating segment, you know, end of September, early October when the rankings are released, and maybe uh, highlight some of those top 
top early season performers and, and, and things like that. So let's do it. And some of those top emails when people start yeah. uh, complaining that they're <laughs> only rated this high and, you know, they got the old motto rank in a 78, you know, we, we, we have our email performance ratings too. We'll, we'll uh, love it. They're more, awesome. they're more internal, but maybe we'll have to go live with some of those. <laughs> exactly. Maybe a sneak preview to you guys. on some. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Good we'll, we'll sort through. Good stuff. All right. Thank you so much. All right, guys. guys. Thank you. Awesome, yep. guys. Great we'll catch you soon. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. That was a great chat with those guys. Uh, Neil and Ian do a great job at Um, You know, again, what I really liked was empowering the coaches to coach accordingly. That's one of the things that really stuck out to me with, uh, you know, their, you know, we're, our chat with them. And, um, but that interview was brought to you by Sparks. And we, by the way, we, I, it was like Christmas morning. I grabbed my uh, Sp- Spox uh, skate shop on the front porch and opened it up. I was pumped and great swag. So uh, Steve Jones has done a great job at, you know, creating a good culture there and, um, you know, a great product. That thing's like very portable. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Right. No, I mean, like you said, I showed up, I uh, came home the other day and it was sitting there. I'm like, dude, this is like Christmas morning. I got a new Spox machine. I was so fired up. I brought it right down the basement, got it all set up. Um, and and again, it's like we've, we've, we've talked about it the past few weeks since these guys have jumped on. And like you said, Jones, he's been a great partner with us and SpoxHockey.com. Good um, UNH guy. UNH guy, another Wildcat. So they, uh, you know, but like you said, like, Opened it up. I got a fresh lid right yeah. here. Thanks for coming. I got a hoodie, sweet. dude. Yeah, yes. I got a hoodie. I'm pumped. Uh, and then also the the you know the sharpener, which is like you said, very very easy to set up too. Like you know what I really like about the website. Uh, everything is like you know how to how to do this how to do like also you know it comes with the book to set it up but if you have any questions and adjustments and things like that to make the website is super convenient so uh did you use it yet have you have you have you scanned uh i haven't um i have set it up and my daughter this is the coolest part she's like dad what did you play on half inch oh yeah like radius yep yep yeah and i'm like that's so cool to have these conversations. So the, there's different wheels that you can attach to the machine. It cuts the hollow a little deeper or a little, um, a little shop, shallow. Shop. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's like the cool part about this. It's, I, I don't want to call it dummy proof, but I'm going to be able to have my daughter shopping her own skates, which is right. really cool for her to be able to go downstairs. It's all set up that will, we have it, you know, downstairs no mess and when she puts the uh, skates on i will give a a a tutorial to her and then uh you know a little feedback from her and it'll be great so i'm so happy so thank you to uh sparks for helping us out and also um my my blades i i don't shop on my skates often because i just just put around and blow the whistle but i will be the passes yeah, and yeah, a little baby sauce, but I will be able to, um, you know, give actual feedback because I'm going to be, I'm going to a gym next week, by the way. <laughs> and I'm going to start skating. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not Jim's house. 
it's with a G, not a J. Oh, G, G Y M. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, just to add on to your point, besides the, the, the that was great because, yeah, you, it, it probably is time for you to to drop a couple lbs. But the the convenience factor of of all that, and like you said, Liam's my youngest. He's ten years old. Uh, my I, I know on uh, Saturday, Joanna actually took a video of him shopping his skates. Like he he walked down the cellar, did it. Like we'll get it posted on social media. He he was he wasn't really hamming it up for the camera. Um, so it's not the best like type of acting um because he didn't want to be on there but he uh you know it, it it just shows how easy it is it's set up it's set you know it's set and just for our he listeners, how old is liam he's 10 uh yeah, so you he you know he's able to do it he's able to do it like i said having the convenience of it is is super easy again um you know it's 70.99 for the sharpener plus you get some wheels and things like that so make sure you hit up the Rink Shrinks uh, discount code when you go onto their website. That's obviously very important. That'll save you 50 bucks. And um, it's that time of year. I mean, everybody I talk to about it absolutely loves it. Everybody that has, you know, one, two. I mean, a lot of households have four kids playing hockey. Like you for, for one of those grinding rings, it's 60 shoppings. And, um, you know, the, the, the amount of money that you're going to save in the long run is like astronomical. So uh, I talked about the one I had before. We've had it for five years. I shared it with a, a couple of my neighbors, you know, their kids also play hockey. And, um, you know, we, you know, now we have one of our own thanks to the Spox hockey guys, but it's been uh, super convenient. So, um, Mots, I think it's time to dip into the mailbag. What do you say? I'm it. still laughing about you hitting the gym next week. That was an ADD moment if I've ever seen one. I know, but I, I, it's been on my brain, so I had to like uh, just blow <laughs> it to out. Let me know exactly. <laughs> yeah, wait till after the Bells concert to start hitting the gym. You know what I mean? Sounds we good. need a dad bod showing off. Uh, all right, I'm a mom of three hockey players. Hey, you'd be a great candidate for a Spox machine and love the game but can't seem to get the smell out of the equipment and it's destroying our garage. When I check Facebook, other moms go detail for detail about their washing in the tub and my mind is blown. Is that really what everyone is doing to get rid of the hockey stink? Uh, Carrie from Cambridge. So Carrie, um, I, I understand the smell, but it is a rite of passage to start smelling. And I used to love, like I, my hands didn't stink. And then all of a sudden they started stinking so I do understand what you're saying, but to have fresh equipment like every single game or like you know every couple of weeks, that that's that's not a hockey player. So embrace the stink, embrace it. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm, you know, I think some of the things you can wash the the you know the jerseys, the socks, the you the know under the, stuff. The, the, yeah. the under stuff, the as the Canadians would call it, their gitch, which is like your you know under. Uh, underwear, long underwear type stuff that you wear under your uniform, but I'm not a fan of like washing hockey gloves. Like, I, I, I that's just not no. Like, let the thing air out. Take care of it. Make sure you're drying your skates properly, airing your bag out. But part of going into a hockey house is a little bit of a, a little bit of a stink to it. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I just had hockey this afternoon with my boys, and I'm like, even getting in the car, I'm like, dude, you guys stink. You know what I mean? I remember and they're pumped. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you guys smell horrible. And I remember big uh, Brennan Burns' father, Bunzo, used to make a spray down with like the old, uh, the old brute deodorant or whatever. Like the, it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it nasty. Yeah, I think it just, yeah, it just it's, like that was before. Worse. That 
that was before Axe body spray came out. But it was like that's just part of being a hockey player is, you know, driving home in the middle of the, the winter with the windows cracked because you just <laughs> you, your entire car stinks. And um, we're in the stand. You're from Cambridge. There might be a limited space to, you know, air it out. Right. You're right. In the Good city. point. Um, but, but they got a the, garage. So own it. Yeah. Yeah. So there is some product out there. Uh, you know, you can wash it in the tub and all that stuff. But like, I, dude, no I'm not putting my hockey equipment in the tub. No, no chance. I, I know, but I'm just, you know, just letting Gary know that it embrace is embrace the stink, embrace and, uh, yeah, and go for it. So, yeah. Um, all right, Mott. So, what's the next one? Oh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, what other podcasts do the shrinks listen to? Uh, that's from Birdie from Bedford. Any any other uh, podcast mods that you suggest for our listeners? So I really do. I know uh, the CEO listens to like these true crimes. Like she's maybe. Oh yeah, we off. talked about that. Yeah, when she, yeah. when they're she's gonna off you. Me. Yeah, but um, you know, spitting chicklets for, for the older squeezing the uh, toothpaste from the top. <laughs> yeah, spitting chick and, and speaking of spitting chicklets, um, I was able to uh, have a quick sitting with our boy Ryan Whitney down at Old Sandwich. Um, oh, good. Yeah, it was great to see him and um, John Cronin. And oh, Croba. Uh, yeah, uh, great guys. But, um, you know, Spitting Tricklets is the one that I would listen to as an adult. Uh, for kids, it's very difficult at times, you know, because like there's, it's PG, not PG like our podcast, so uh, you want to be careful a little bit what you expose them to, but uh, our boy Ryan Whitney's doing a great job at spitting chicklets. It's not like they need any more, you know, publicity, but uh, <laughs> that's the one that I would uh, definitely listen to. Uh, you know, as so far that's as like hockey. your reg- regular queued up each week. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What about you? Um, I have a few because I, I I do spend kind of a lot of time in the car and, you know, so obviously chicklets, like that's an easy one. I love listening to to them and those guys and they're hilarious, but it's, you know, obviously it's more of a rated R show. Uh, I do have a couple other ones that I'm, you know, looking at my phone. So I've been listening to this youth Inc with Greg Olson, which is very, that's actually very good. It's very good. I would suggest that for, for, for parents. And there's some great interviews uh, for kids as well. So I've been, I've been getting into that. Greg Olson obviously played in the NFL for a long time. I think he's a, um, an anchor or color commentator for Fox sports, but he does a good job and he's kind of navigating the baseball slash football world with his kids. So that's good. Um, Suggest that obviously, like I said, chicklets, uh, Kirk Minahan, I give it like he's he's a character and I give our boy Cullinane some love by watching him get tortured by Minahan. Uh, the the hockey think tank. I listened to that uh, recently. That's a good one. Another good one. That's very educational for, for hockey parents and things like that. They had a really good episode. I believe it was last week with Lee Elias. Um which is an awesome interview about team building and things like that. Uh, boy, Jeff Marrick and Elliot Friedman, uh, 32 thoughts. That's a good one during the, the NHL season. And, Great one. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really good to, you know, catch up on the, on the NHL news. Those guys are, you know, very good, um, 
you know, NHL analysts and, and things like that up in Canada. And the next shift uh, hockey podcast, we've been on that in the past. They, they get some really, uh, really good interviews and things like that. You and I had a, we were on there a while back. So yeah, there's, there's a, you know, it's funny the summertime. I find like, I, I don't get to listen to as many of them. Um, but you know, I'm now, you know, with school being back and, and kind of working a little bit more, uh, I, I, you know, have them in the headphones and things like that. So there's some, some good ones. Yeah, you know, and again, I didn't mention this last week, but I was on the uh, Everybody Needs a Nudge podcast. My good oh, yeah. friend, Dan Najarian, we put it out on our socials, but um, very good friend. And it was just really, it's kind of a cool concept. It's talking about, you know, it's kind of a personal piece where, where did you get a nudge, like, in your life? You know, so, mm-hmm. you can, so you're reflecting a little bit back on your path and, when you know someone just gives you a little nudge a good coach a good teacher mom or dad um so it was it was, it was pretty fun to to go on there and he's just getting it going but like that that's that's one that i uh, i've listened to a couple times everybody needs a nudge yeah and, that's, a, uh, that's a great name yeah and uh the joe rogan one is also very interesting he gets a little deep on on some stuff like you know, but he's a very, uh, he's a good host is what he is. And we right. can learn from, you know, someone who's been doing it for a bit and he has very good guests and kind of covers a lot of topics. But, um, at the end of the day, everybody needs a nudge. It's, it's a, a, a cool, uh, little concept. If you think about it, you know, yeah. we're, we're, you're on nudges, right? So we can get into that, but maybe we'll have him on just to, uh, yeah, to pump that his- up. Yeah, so it'll be great. So and yeah, there's, that, been, that, that, there's been some good good ones. Obviously, former guest Riley Sheehan does. Uh, you know, with with uh, Tyler Smith, they do a good one about you know mental health. I've listened to that quite a bit. They've had some really good interviews too. And the guys at Torch Pro are doing some good stuff. So there's 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 a you know I guess there's a, a there's a lot of them. It's just hard to navigate and and you know which ones. Yeah, it's personal to preference, right? And uh, but we appreciate the uh, the question, Birdie, from Bedford. Yeah. That's Absolutely. a good one. You want to take the next question there, Mott? Absolutely. Uh, can you guys talk about getting into the junior hockey USHL slash Nahal NHL, not NHL, NAHL. North, North American Hockey League. Correct. Process. What's the process of getting there slash drafted? I don't mean be really good and someone will find you. Are there certain camps you need to attend? Do you do cold calls to clubs? Does the coach slash club pave the way for you? Or by this age, do you need an agent? Unless I missed a previous episode, I would like to see if you could shed some light on this issue. That that's a pretty good question. Like, and it covers a lot. But what do you think? Um, no, it's a very good question. It's something we haven't, you know dived a lot into is like that junior hockey and, and things like that. Obviously I think a lot of that has changed kind of since we were younger, right? Like I remember back in the day getting letters at my house, uh, you know, from different teams and, and things like that. Um, you know, but I think the simple answer and it, you know, he kind of touched on it. Like, obviously if you're good enough, you're going to get, you're going to get drafted. Like, I don't think you, you know, you don't particularly need an agent, but all of those, um, you know, all of the, the, the USHL, the NAHL, they all have GMs, they all have scouts in, you know, wherever your area may be. Um, if you're in kind of a, a you know, a non-hockey hotspot, obviously it may help to, to reach out and send an email and things like that. I, I, you know, I think that 
isn't going to hurt you in any way. But I think, you know, most of those, um, you know, most of those places now, they, like I said, they have full-time staff, they have head coaches, they have GMs, they have local scouts that are going to find you if you're good enough to play in that league. From there, I know, um, you know, if you are drafted by a team, they do invite you to, you know, like a, a, a tryout kind of prospect type camp and things like that. Also, if you're not drafted, um, I know that there are, um, there are ways that, that, you know, again, those GMs and scouts can invite you to those type of things. So I think, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much what I have on it. You? Yeah, I, I would, you know, very similar. I mean, you kind of answered the question, like you just want to work as hard as you can to be the best player you can be. Right. And then you put yourself in a better position to be exposed to these. If, if you're a son or daughter, I mean, it's, you know, the USHL is just all boys. And, you know, I just would say that you have the ability to put yourself in a good position and like to your point, I know for example, the, like I know someone that went to a development camp for this USHL team, but he wasn't drafted. So right. like they they still continue to like find players. Um, and again, you know, you you mentioned it, but like if you're not in a not if you're in a non traditional hockey market, I would say you might have to be a little bit more proactive. But hiring an agent or a family advisor, it's, you know, a trusted person who knows the landscape and has good contacts, then you can definitely have some value out of that. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to be aware of, you know, just someone just trying to, you know, if you're paying them or whatever. Right, and, right. You know, just you just have to be aware. Just have your eyes and ears open. But yeah, I guess that, that agent that could can, help you, right? That can like help. Call, yeah. right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You know, with, with the right contacts. So it has to be a trusted person that you know enough who can actually provide some value. So hmm. don't just get an agent or a family advisor, um, you know, to, you know, accelerate your, your players, um, you know, kind of spot just because, you know, so. That uh, just just be hesitant on just hiring someone. That's all. I'm, that's the one thing that I would I would kind of uh, are on the side of caution with just hiring someone. Right, and I think like you know, like you said, um, you know, I was talking to a college coach recently. He was like, "Well, you drafted in the in the USHL." I'm like, "I, I don't even have a, a clue." And like being a Division One player, like obviously. I think that most of us probably would have been, you know what I mean? But I think the intentions, it was the, the landscapes definitely changed a lot. Um, Now they have like that underage draft, right. That, you know, kids that are say, you know, 16, 17 years old are are getting drafted and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough path to navigate, but again, it, you know, it's more along the lines of if you are good enough, like I said, there's GMs, there's scouts, there's head coaches that, you know, the, the, you know, a team like the, whatever, the Chicago, um, mission, Chicago missions, not in the USHL. Uh, but they're, uh, they're in the North American. Right, right, right. So, right. So the, right. There's, there's all those different teams in the North American league in the USHL right. that, that have staff in new England, in, you know, Michigan, Minnesota, wherever it may be. And, you know, they'll, they'll kind of, they have a European draft now too, right? Yes. 
Yeah, so, so you're, you're thinking Chicago Steel of the. Uh, I was thinking USHL. Steel with the in the USHL, right? Right, yeah. exactly. But no, exactly. to your point though, there is it's a little bit more structured with those teams because like they run it like a pro organization. Right. So they have a GM, they have a scouting staff, and they have regional scouts. Mm-hmm. So again, um, if your son is good and good enough, they will be on somewhat of a radar. But again, it's always good to just be proactive. Um, you know, again, if you hire someone or if you have to make the calls yourself. So, Definitely. but um, I, I don't know if we really answered the question, but I do feel that there is a lot of from the, the the landscape has changed since we came through and the ushl for when i was coming through you know i'm a little a little more long in the tooth but um <laughs> it was a spot to like just get noticed after like a high school or a prep school instead right. of this great developmental league that it's turned into so it's earlier and earlier, and they do a great job in that league, and it's a very, very good league. So so the, the, there's good organizations that are being run by smart people, and they have their staff. So just kind of like look at some of the personnel and try to reach out and um, you know get your son on the radar, and then it's up to him. Absolutely. Uh, well, if your kid is uh... – Looking to get to pro hockey through the junior right or not, give them the pro experience with pro stock hockey. How about that, Mott? How about right. that little segue? Uh, the world's largest inventory of pro stock gear now has youth equipment, free name personalization, free tape, same-day shipping, and friendly customer service come with all kids' sticks and gloves. Uh, Ask for Sean or Zach if you need help finding the right glove size or stick flex for your kid. All custom names are professionally done with the same printer used by manufacturers. Visit ProStockHockey.com today and use the code BYMOTS for 20% off your kid's gear order. Again, that code is BYMOTS. That's a, that's actually a, a big discount. 20% is real. And we were talking about this with my son and daughter, but... And, Everyone loves like the swag, you know, like the swag. And if you have your name on your stick, it's might make it's you pretty legit. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun. Like, I know you like that stuff. I do. I, I do. do have a quick. That's, that's just because I was never good enough to have my name on my stick. I do have a quick story about the first time I had my name on my stick. So it was a two piece. I want to hear it. Uh, the blade, you know, had the name on it. Mm-hmm. And they thought that. So my name is M O T T A U. But they thought the two T's were an H and the U was a V. So my first name on my stick was Mohav. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, that stinks. <laughs> oh, well, ProStockHockey.com. You can spell will your not own do name. That they will. They will not have Mohav on your stick. That's unbelievable. Uh, that's that's classic. Yeah. yeah, so you wait all this time to have your name on your stick, and it's misspelled. What, where were you playing at that point? At BC. <laughs> but pro, uh, pro stock hockey will not do that, and I just will say that it was just like one of these like deflating moments. You know, it was like, oh, I'm so excited, and then it's like, oh, man, that's unbelievable. Mohav. Oh, that's classic. That's classic. I did have my the two piece sticks when you used to be able to like doctor them up, 
put the blade in there. And again, when I went to Cushing, that was the first time I had my names on my stick. We had the old Sherwood blades yeah, uh, and we could custom our own patterns on our stick. Like it was, that was like me. It was, it was like getting to the big leagues. It was unbelievable. Oh, that's great. And speaking of pros, I think it's time to talk about cross country mortgage. If you own a home and you haven't looked into refinancing in a while, have a quick chat with our friend, Chris Devon. If it makes sense for you, the Devo might be able to help you save on a monthly basis so you can put more money into savings or other projects. Keep check them out at chrisdevin.com. Yeah, obviously, Devo can, you know, I mean, there's plenty of other advertising that, you know, if you save some bucks, you can hit up TSR, you can go to Pro Stock Hockey, you can buy a Spox machine. I mean, that's what Devo is going to do for you, save you some dough so you can basically reinvest it in hockey swag. Exactly. Yeah, check him out. He's a, he's a really good dude, Chris Devin, and it's chrisdevin.com. Yeah, looking forward to seeing him in the rink soon. Uh, Mots, we had a, a, a good little Instagram question, and we had some good responses and obviously some that were not so good. Uh, but what the, the question for those of you that aren't on uh, social media or don't follow us, and if you don't, make sure you, you do the Rink Shrinks on, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. But uh, what is some good, some advice you'd like to give new hockey families? Uh, I can highlight a couple of the good responses, and then maybe you think of, of, of your answer. So say hello when sitting in the stands. It's a long, fun season, so get to know your team's families. That's a nice one. Uh, do research or talk to other parents on different levels of hockey out there. Um, it's not an arms race. Every kid develops at their own pace. Love it. Don't, don't put too much pressure on your kid. Let them enjoy their time in the rink. Uh, that's another good one. Chase the coach, not the club. Go where the best coaching is. I think that's what Studley Budley said. Uh, I saw his little comment on there. So, I think like we can expand on that one. I think that's one of the biggest things that we've talked about. Um, chase the coach, not the club. And if you have a good coach and you trust and respect his, his approach to the game and how he deals with the kids. And, and again, it's not about the wins and losses, but also you have to win enough. That's like, I, I live this right with mm -hmm. my son and you have to win enough. But it's not win at all costs. The development process, and it goes back to another, um, you know, kind of response from someone where it's, you know, it's not an arms race. You know, every kid develops at their own pace. I love that one only because if you really take the approach of making sure the kids are getting what they have in practice, and that's on the coach, right? So if you chase the coach and it's the right coach, then all of a sudden things fall into place, right? The wins, losses, whatever, but like they'll continue to develop at their own pace. And um, I think that, like you just combine a couple of those responses from our listeners. And it, I think it's really, really important to just take a breath. Um, I, I do like the other ones, but I also, um, I just, you know, I love the camaraderie of hockey, right? Whether it be parents when you get a good parent group, there's nothing better. Nothing better. Right? You know, it's just, you know, everyone's on the same page enough. Like, everyone's pulling the same direction, like, you know, for the kids on the ice. No one's, you know, yelling at the ref, yelling at the coach, yelling at the kid in a negative manner. It's more, and in, in you can have fun and go to these tournaments. And that, those are the life 
experiences that you'll always remember as a parent and the kids will remember those experiences for for the rest of their lives and they'll want to pay it for not pay it forward but like they'll want to experience those when they have kids so it's like you know you just keep keep the yeah positive vibes going as much as you can and um you know i i think th- those are some really really good uh answers to that question yeah no i think they're all good and, and like you said the coaching piece is so important and i i would i would almost add like you know especially a new hockey parent like just worry about your kid let him develop as he's going to develop and don't have that like fomo right like that fear of it like there's no mm-hmm. perfect scenario and and we talked about a podcast but i was listening to um that you think with greg olson he had on jenny finch who was you know obviously probably the best softball pitcher of all time an olympic you know like national champion at, at could you Arizona. get an not a single chance um yeah. so like here she was like you know the best player and and you know basically the best pitcher ever to to um you know softball pitcher for team usa her husband played in the major leagues and she was talking like like th- i don't have the game plan like nobody has the game plan right like like let your kid just develop and have fun like let him you know whatever like your kids every every kid's going to develop at different times and things like that and don't like worry about keeping up with the joneses just because the mottos are going to a tournament this weekend in in alaska doesn't mean that that the yandles have to right like you know don't remortgage your house because you've got to go on you know unless it's with cross-country mortgage but um you know because you're you're worried about missing a tournament and things like that like it's you're a new hockey family it's a long long progression it's you know you've seen it now you're at the 18 level mots like i have kids at, at you know 16 uh 16 year olds and and you know 09s and 11s as well like Every year, like things change. The best players aren't always the best player at 14 as they are at 18 and things like that. And the best player at eight isn't the best at 12. And, you know, some of them maybe are. And like that's that's great. But uh, it doesn't always happen like that. So just like enjoy it. Have a good time. Like you said, build good relationships like my best friends, my families, you know, my parents still today, like uh, are very, very good friends with kids that I grew up playing youth hockey with. And I've, you know, lucky enough to put myself in the same position too with, with my kids. Like we've created great, um, you know, bonds that will last in friendships that we'll, we'll, we'll have forever through the game of hockey. So just enjoy it and support one another and things like that. And don't get caught up like, Oh yeah, this kid's going to this tournament this weekend. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, no, you don't like, you're not gonna get you, your kid's not going to make the NHL or whatever like he's not going to not make it because he misses one tournament in Marlboro this weekend like he'll be fine you know what I mean and I'm speaking more along the summer and 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 things like that you know no that's great I I, I love the the FOMO and employing uh, patience those are the two things right just have some patience enjoy the process you know sometimes you have to bite your tongue as a parent Mm -hmm. but Ultimately, if you are an adult and you are, you know, looking at bigger picture, you you will have the um, patience and less FOMO. So, uh, good good points on uh, on your end there, BY. Yeah, thank you. You too. Uh, do we get any voicemails? I think it's about time we hear one. Yeah. Hey, first time, long time. Uh, congrats on the success of the uh, roller hockey tournament. Just want to hear more about. Mott's uh, softball exploits. 
uh, heard a random rumor that uh, they actually had to walk the guy ahead of him because they didn't think he could actually get a hit. And he's actually been chirping people on the field about their uh, lack of swinging the bats in the game. Love the show. Keep it up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so the competitor comes out at you, and, yes, you know, it doesn't matter, right? Over 40 softball, but... So the guy in front of me, you know, he didn't get a pitch to hit. He he played baseball at BC, and he's in the Hall of Fame at BC. You know, he's he's a ball player. He's a good player. Played in the minor leagues. Uh, my boy JD. So now, you know, so more or less, they pitched around him to get to you. Correct. Yeah. All right. Okay. So now, like my, I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, so then right. my teammates are chirping me a little bit, being like. You know, hey, the Hobie Baker isn't on the baseball field, you know, like type thing. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. First pitch, drove in three. Don't, hey, no big deal. Thanks Sorry. for coming. Yeah. yeah. Dude, do not, do not load the bases with mozzarella sticks coming up. <laughs> it was just a, a little liner to the gap. I'm a gap hitter. That's fine. Know? That's yeah. fine. Drove in three, you know. Yeah, but I really, How, like, really could you leg out a double with the hip or no? Um, when I'm not like really worrying, other than being safe, I can get down the line. All right. And did you get a hit off Jenny Finch? You asked me the question. Zero I mean. chance. No. no. I she struck out some major league ball players. I like I saw it on, you yeah, know, like YouTube or whatever it was, and I think that I would, I could, but from that mound and that speed with like a little wrinkle. Not a chance. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a hard no, too, because I don't even play softball. <laughs> no, but, like, uh, the PG painters are, you know, one of the uh, the best groups I've been around with. You know, just like we talked, you know, about uh, that question, about surrounding yourself with, like, good, good families and good teammates and whatever. And, you know, you can still find that type of stuff, like, even in, like, some small recreational, like, uh, competitive ball. And uh, we we have a ball, uh, you know, playing because when the ball gets hit to you, it's real. It's like let's go, you know. You, you just the pressure's show up. on. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's fun. And uh, you know, I, I talked about a lot of the guys uh, a couple of episodes ago, but um, just want to thank them for bringing me into their team, and uh, we're gonna look uh, to to go for a championship. Is it like an old school? Like, because I I think I talked about it a while back, but there's a softball league that I I my kids were playing basketball i think it was this summer or last summer and it was going on it was like the pitcher had a butt in his mouth and uh <laughs> like the, is there that type of stuff going on or is it a little bit more serious it's a little bit more serious and like just just to kind of like answer a little bit more about um the caller's uh kind of assessment there was a guy the team approach was like to take balls and i'm like Man, on your team no, not well, on the team, team you're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like yeah, we're we on talked the field. about that before. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, swing the bat. They're looking for walks. I'm like, oof. That is like. So, so I started getting a little chirpy, just a little chirpy. You know, just be like, yeah. you're gonna tell your wife and kids about your, you know, on base percentage. It's like, come on. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, it's not in the. But then you know they they you know walk three or two and then you know they get a hit they get a run like whatever i mean is it that important but at the end of the uh, game 
the Panthers come out on top usually, you know. So we got tunes playing. Yeah, a lot of good dudes, a lot of good athletes, and uh, yeah, we perform when we have to. Mots, awesome. quick question: You guys use aluminum or wood bat? So there's bats that every team has to use, so they deaden a little bit. So there's a 26, 28, 30. Jersey, what do you think I use? Well, you better be using the 30. <laughs> That's right. I went up there with a 28, and my buddy was like, what are you doing, dude? Swinging out of your shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a little 30. Going to be a little more patient. Uh, maybe just try to hit it to left field instead of uh, going yard. But at the end of the the, uh, the season, I, I have to look myself in the mirror and like self-evaluate like we talk about, and <laughs> I have to be better. I actually have to be better at the plate. You know, well, four for we'll, six isn't going to cover it. We'll have to hit the indoor cages up a couple times this winter or something, you know, get you ready for the season. Love the voicemail, by the way. Yeah, I love a good voicemail. Uh, all right, well, that uh, mailbag episode was brought to you by Franklin Sports. Speaking of baseball and softball and all that stuff, but stay up to date on our sales and giveaways for NH for official NHL street hockey gear and equipment by following at Franklin Hockey on Instagram and checking out our MVP rewards program at franklinsports.com. Obviously, Franklin Sports has been with us since the uh, get-go here, so we appreciate their support. Yeah, they're great people there. Check them out at Franklin Sports and FranklinHockey.com. Dude, Mots, you should probably get some Franklin batting gloves. Like, we'll get Mots on right. there and stuff. Z- z- zero chance I'll wear batting gloves in, in softball. Really? Zero chance. Why, that's I'm, not cool? No, I'm like Vladdy Guerrero. Oh, okay. School, like, you know, if there was a wood bat like Jersey asked, I would use a wood bat. Because if you square up a wood bat, it goes a little further. All right. But, but I will say, um, yeah, Franklin Sports, get all your, uh, you know, backyard, official street hockey um, gear, everything. They're good people, and they uh, will take care of you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Thanks once again to uh, Ian and Neil from MyHockeyRankings.com for coming on and sharing their uh, motivation behind the rankings and all the updates that they have going on. Uh, great mailbag questions. Keep writing those in, hitting us up on Instagram. And obviously you can uh, email any questions in. I know the, uh, you know, start of season, the start of the season's coming a lot. So there's going to be a lot of questions rolling in for the, for the mailbag, but don't, uh, don't hesitate to hit the send button. We, uh, we love commenting on those things and we hope to see everybody at uh, the Rob Bellamy show at the MGM music hall at Fenway park on Saturday September third, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a night. Uh, it's gonna be great. Can't wait for my uh my boy Bells, uh our boy Bells to be up and running, opening up for Dalton and the Sheriffs. It's gonna be a great concert, great time. So uh if you have nothing going on the weekend, make sure you get over there to the MGM. Yeah, it'll be uh it'll be a good one. I know Chris Stapleton is uh is warming up warming up the uh the the venue tonight. I think tonight's like the grand opening over uh over there. So it'll uh it'll be a fun one. We'll have a uh we'll have a great time and make sure you stop by and say hello to us. So thanks again for listening. Uh thanks to our guests and all of our sponsors and things like that. In Jersey, it's time to do the ring shrink shuffle, buddy. Yeah.